0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 129 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show where we talk all things movies and television news. As always, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have, uh, from Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello. How
1: are hey, what's going on, guys? Good to be here chatting with this wonderful crew about all things movies, guys, we got a lot to cover today, and I can't wait to chat about it.
0: We have a lot to cover today, and we are also joined from Candid Cinema. We have Manda. Manda, hello. How are you? Welcome back.
2: Hey, yo. I know it is welcome back. It's a great welcome with you fine people. Um, I'm so excited to be podcasting again because, like Leo said, we have so much to cover, and uh, it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you here as always. And lastly, we are joined from Film Posers. Uh, Josie, hello. Hi. Oh, we started.
2: We started.
3: started.
0: This is the worst group to get together because. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It's just (laughs) 30 minutes of shenanigans before we started recording. Absolutely ridiculous. But good to have you guys all here. We actually. I don't forget who said it already, but somebody said we had a lot to get into, and we really do this time. There's a lot to get into, a lot of things to discuss. So let's just get right into it, shall we? First, we have uh, the big news from the week, which is the WGA strike is finally over. Doesn't mean all both strikes are done. We still have to get through the um, the SAG strike, but the writer strike is officially over. They came to a deal few days ago and we are finally out of the trenches and first before we get into that i want to say congratulations to the writers on coming up with the deal great great for the business they said they
3: couldn't do it but they (laughs) proved everyone wrong (laughs) uh
0: yeah so I, i was really happy to see that this week one of the best things that's happened this week uh so let's get let's dive more into that we're gonna go to josie to get more information regarding the uh, wga strike coming to a close so josie take it away let's get just your thoughts and some some more details from what happened this week
3: yeah so thank you very much to mashable.com not sponsored but um The agreement, like the new, (laughs) the deal is over 94 pages, so here are some key points that a lot of people found very interesting, and I know Deadline Hollywood, or discussing Film was chairing it last night, so these are like the top things that we're very happy about, which is, number one, AI can't be used to write scripts. Um, writers will be able to use AI if they want to but it will not be required no studio should require that of their writers and um, it cannot be considered source material so basically has to be written by a person so thank god
0: <laughs> yes let's get it
3: uh, then we have better streaming residuals and transparency regarding numbers so we'll get to know um, how show is doing in terms of viewership because that has changed in terms of like the nielsen rating when we transferred to um Mm -hmm. streaming streaming and yeah more residual so that's great then we have increased minimum rates for writers which is very good Mm -hmm. and then even staff writers will now be able to get paid for writing an episode Mm
0: mm-hmm what, one of the things I was surprised about was the residuals because I th- I know that was one thing they were fighting over, um the AMTP I saw it that, that mm-hmm. was one thing they just did they they were really strict on that, yeah. so I'm surprised that we were able to get that because that's a big 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 deal regarding like how well shows do and stuff and how long shows are watched and if they're watched for a long time just pay I I kind of look at that as far as like because I know. I've seen people try to defend the AMTP's, you know, side as far as re- residuals by saying that, you know, if you do a job, you're paid for that job and that's it. You don't get, you don't keep getting paid for it. And my argument to that is like, I feel like if, if music, if music artists can still get residuals to this day for their music, no matter how many times they are paid. Like yeah. I, I know so many artists, from like 2002 who have big mm-hmm. hits, and they still get paid for those songs for being streamed like, on the radio. <laughs>
3: like when running up that hill got very popular. Exactly, yeah.
0: Things. I'm sure she got a bag, you know? Yeah. So like that's no, I agree with that when it comes I to like don't writing too. I
3: understand that argument that it shouldn't be a thing considering that that's how the industry has always worked. The problem is that there was a shift with streaming and then that the way that it used to be before shifted. Yeah. So the to regulate it because it de- like um the WGA has not made a deal like this in so long and we are now in a post streaming era so it just needed to be updated which is why we were striking mm-hmm. because um the AMPTP did not want to abide to that update but now they will not only just get residuals for um local screening but also um streaming on foreign wise.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a huge, huge win on the WGA side to get that and stuff. So um, what else we what else did we have as far as the uh, details from the uh, um, from And the last
3: strike? thing is minimum staffing for TV writers room. So depending on mm-hmm. the amount of episodes per show will be the amount of writers that you can have on the show per writer room also per episode. And you can have up to a maximum of 12 writers in total, which is really good because that means more opportunities.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's – I think they – I saw a lot of people say that they came off with a really, really good deal. And I would definitely have to agree. Over the weekend, we saw that the big studio execs were coming in to get the deal done and stuff. So, I mean, why didn't you guys come earlier? I guess they just realized – well, shit, we're running out of content. Let's get these writers a deal so we can get our stuff back on back in fruition. Because as soon as we're done with their stuff that is already in the bag, what are we going to do? And I saw today there was a report that they are streamlining the writing for The Last of Us Season 2 and Euphoria Season 3. You can go ahead and keep that one. And uh, they're streamlining also White Lotus season, season 3 as far as the HBO side. So um, it was really good to see them finally get up and like actually be involved as far as the studio execs. So, um, let's get some thoughts, Manda, any thoughts regarding the WGA strike coming to a close finally?
2: I'm just happy that they were able to reach a deal. I think everything that, uh, Josie just said, uh, was necessary and I'm just really, really happy for them. It could have been done in a shorter amount of time. If you know, they, they, uh, did, better with these deals uh beforehand when they went to the table but um i'm just really happy for them so congratulations to all of them and
0: you know they deserve so much more Mm, Mm -hmm. yes i agree um and uh, leo any any thoughts regarding the uh wga strike coming to a close
1: i'm just very happy that it's finally over um i'm very happy that writers can now have more equal pay and have more pay period Um, and get a more fair, more fair opportunities. And I think that the AI regulation is something that absolutely needed to be handled. And I'm glad that it's now up to the writer, because I do think that there are specific things that you can't use AI for. I'll be the first to admit that I do use it to cut my shorts. But I do think that cut my YouTube shorts, guys, YouTube video shorts. (laughs) But I do think that It's a useful tool in certain circumstances, but I'm just glad that nobody's requiring anybody to use AI and nobody's requiring anybody to use anything. So that's really nice to hear. I'm just glad we're coming to a close with the WGA, hoping for SAG to close very soon Mm -hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, I was really, really, really um, happy to see the AI stuff get put to bed because that is just that was just that just sounds like a a deal that just was not going to work for anybody who has common sense. I don't ever want to watch a movie that was written by a computer. And some people tried that like earlier in the year if you remember those like trailers that were coming out in AI and it was like the worst thing you ever saw. Like imagine a movie, 90 minutes, Ugh. I just oh my god, I just I just know I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I know things can evolve, but no, a, a computer is not able to come up with actual, you know, um relatable stories. Like the computer, what do they what does a computer know? more than the actual human person knows as far as like storytelling. So I just, I just, I was never down with that. Uh, So I'm hoping the SAG can get the same kind of deal too, as far as AI and all this, oh, we want to use your likeness forever, like stuff like that. Like, especially after watching, this is going to lead into our next topic, especially after watching The Flash. I just don't want to see that type of stuff again. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for WGA. Um, congrats to all the writers. Let's get let's get them paid and let's move on from all of this because it was insane. And uh, Josie, just want to get some just last thoughts from you regarding the W the WGA strike coming to a close. I know this was a really really close one for you and stuff. So any last thoughts?
3: yeah i'm just happy that we can all get back to writing and for most of us the promised people that would we would finish um scripts during the strike um it's time to put the turbo on (laughs) because we all didn't do that but yeah nothing Mm -hmm. i'm just happy that um again seeing so many friends out of the front lines and everything and just um Oh, no, it was just very emotional. Like, we did that. We actually, like, everyone did this, and the community was great, and people striking. I don't know what else to say other than it's just, I'm happy.
0: I'm very proud. Yeah, same here. Same here. And I'm really, let's see what happens going forward. There's more stories to tell. There's always more stories to tell. So, once again, congrats to WGA uh, for coming on to a deal. Now, let's move on here. Let's get into our other topic of the day, And that is good old James Gunn and his DCU plans. There were some details revealed today from James Gunn regarding, like, characters who are going to stay in the DCU and what's going to happen when Superman Legacy comes out and stuff like that. So I'll kick it to Leo regarding that story. Leo, take it away.
1: Well, we know that James Gunn loves to take to social media in order to communicate most of the things in his universes. Well, he's taken the threads this time to communicate that there are three new stars. I'm sorry, not new stars, three stars who will continue their roles in the new DC universe. Now, he did preface this by saying the quote, nothing is canon until creature commandos next year, a sort of intro to the dcu and then a deeper dive into the universe with superman legacy after that he then went on to name several different names of actors that are going to actually be in the dcu and this was in response to another fan asking about blue beetle He says sholomar duena will continue playing blue beetle in the dcu as well as viola davis will play amanda waller and john cena will play peacemaker now this is the first Hard confirmed for most of these. We did get the Amanda Waller confirmed from him Mm -hmm. earlier Mm -hmm. this year in his reveal video. But this is the first time he's taken the Twitter to threads specifically to announce these three names specifically and all all three of them in this order. How we feel about this, guys, because I, I think about this and the more I continue thinking about it and the more James Gunn keeps talking about it. The more confused I get, and I know that it's pretty laid out in the sense that it's like, okay, it's a new universe, new storyline, certain characters are returning, some aren't. This is going to be a headache to explain to my like non-regular movie going friends. I can yeah. already see, well, mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't that one dude, Superman? Oh well, is that him? I don't know. <laughs> that corn I kind of looked that dude kind of looked like him. It just kind of feels confusing. And I just I want James Gunn to just Slow down on these responses until we can actually see Superman Legacy. Like, geez, man, the castings, all of it. I'm just like, all right. I'm glad we got I... corn sweat. Glad we got these casts going. But dang, man, maybe we just need to kind of lay low because yeah, every I, um, time he says know. something, it just gets confu- more confusing.
0: Yeah i I have no idea. I don't. This is going to be a disaster. Is pretty much my thought. Um, because it's already confusing, and now it's going to be even more confusing because you're going to restart. But then he says, so he said, I saw that he said that what's happening right now is not going to, everything is going to be canon starting with creature commandos. And I'm trying to get my old buddy James to realize that nobody's going to watch the creature commandos. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody uh, is going. Nobody is going to watch. I think the, Creature the cast Commandos. might
1: be attractive. At
0: I don't. Time. I think if nobody attractive. watched, what if nobody is going to watch the Creature Commandos? I I, I don't. I mean, it's, people like
1: and the lineup. They got Frank Grillo. Ain't he somebody? I mean, they got a they got a decent lineup.
0: Nobody is going Who else to they watch got on the that? creatures. Um, they're not, just, time, nobody, they're um, not no, no, gonna watch not. Creature Commandos to try to figure yeah. out what's going on. It's not happening. no, no,
1: no, no, no! Certainly, they, not. they, no, they, no,
0: they, no. they won't. They didn't no, show they did up for anything. Care. If they, if no. they're not gonna show up for Flash and Batman, they're not showing up for Creature Commandos with the <laughs> fucking like the fucking dog. What's the damn dog's <laughs> name? Suicide Squad. The rat. The, yeah, the rat. Like that's what Weasel? we're doing yes uh, they're not <gasps> <gasps> I what animal is that again god they're not they're not happening it's gonna be on max and people are just gonna move on they're not gonna watch it. it's gonna have like 900,000 viewers and be, it's just not it ain't happening Yikes. Okay.
1: well I'm hoping so, it goes the route of like honestly it needs to go the doom patrol route just I let guess, that live man. on it's own uh,
0: so yeah so the now cuz now we're going into this thing where everything is connected like animation and video game it's going to be a lot and it's going to be disastrous <laughs> i think you should learn from the mcu because right now the mcu is getting kind of crazy because of everything connecting and the required watch time for everything now with all these tv shows and movies so now you're going to try to do that with animation TV movies and video games and books and comics and I think that's going to be a lot. It's one of my big complaints is regarding Star Wars. You cannot get into Star Wars today, brand new. You just you you, you, it ain't happening because you gotta watch the movies, you gotta watch the shows, you gotta read some comics, you gotta read some books, you gotta watch Rebels and all this other shit. So it's a lot. And I beg, I beg, I forbid James not to go that route, please. I forbid it.
1: Yeah, because as a Star Wars fan, even though I have seen all of that, it's still kind of discouraging to discuss this stuff with other Star Wars fans. And they're like, well, I have no idea because I haven't watched Rebels. It's starting to get way too intermixed to where Rebels and Clone Wars were supposed to be supplemental content. That was supposed Mm -hmm. to be, hey, bro, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, here it is. But everybody else that wants to follow the main movies, they really got to keep it in that formula. The main yeah. movies got to be the story driver and everything else got to be supplemental. These yeah. these Marvel one hour one offs or whatever, all that, the Guardians Christmas special and all that stuff. That should be one off. It should not have anything to do with any of the greater MCU stuff. And same mm. with the DCU. It's got to be tailored to only have the movies matter.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. And I just don't think that's a good idea to start this thing where people are already kind of checked out and asking them to like get into everything as far as every sort of every kind of media it's gonna be a lot to take on so we shall see and i think if you're gonna i always said that if you were gonna reboot reboots don't like the soft reboot they tried they tried that the other regime, they tried a soft reboot with like bringing some other stuff back, like you know Margot and this and that. They tried it and it didn't work. Still, so I, I think doing that again isn't a good idea. But I mean, who am I? I'm in an office in like a two bedroom apartment. <laughs> I know nothing. Like who am I? But I just I see what I see as far as like audience perception with this universe, and I I, I love. Uh, I love creation, new things and new stories and stuff. but I if nobody went to go see Flash and Shazam and Black Adam and this, they are not going to watch the creature Commandos. I'm sorry, they're not they're not doing it because why <laughs> would they? If you if you are a non-DC fan and you hear the rebooting and you hear you have to start with this animated show with Weasel and Rick Flagg. I mean, what is gonna what is gonna make you get up and be like, oh yeah, let's get into that? Then they're not going to. So, so I do
1: want to we'll reiterate see. one part of the quote that he did say. He did say that Creature Commandos is kind of like an aperitif, where it's like a you know an alcoholic drink before a meal, kind of a stimulant before the main course. But it still feels like a requirement. <laughs> like, man, if I gotta go through twenty episodes of that just to understand Superman yeah. Legacy, I don't know fam. him.
0: I don't know, man. Um, Manda? Manda, what say you? You know I
2: don't care. You know I don't care. Like, you know I (laughs) don't care. Like, I... (laughs) Listen, I sat in that theater for The Flash, and I was pissed off within five minutes. So nothing that they can do now at this point, even if they're going to reboot it, restart, whatever the hell they're going to do, I'm still very upset. Because what they did with The Flash, I don't think I'll ever forgive them for. Um, and for me, I think like, I keep saying like, this is going to be the real test. And when this comes out, it's going to be the real test. But I think that Blue Beetle, people really enjoyed Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. And I think that word of mouth right now is really helping Blue Beetle, which sucks because they didn't show up because of what's around for DC. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that, uh, Blue Beetle is doing well, but I think Aquaman in december is gonna just really set the tone for what people are going um to think of other projects moving forward to close off the year um so for me to start with creature commandos i don't know who the hell they are i'm not interested (laughs) in them it's different with like guardians of the galaxy bottom of the barrel those are actually interesting characters i don't give two shits about weasel because he was the most annoying character in the Suicide Squad, and yet he's gonna be <laughs> in the Major Commandos. So, hey, no. listen, I, I didn't like him. I'm like, what is this? Weasel, man. I'm like, why is he alive? Like, I was just so pissed <laughs> off, honestly. Um, That's the yeah. funny
1: of it. No. It, it is, but <laughs> it's no not weasel my survived.
3: humor. I don't know, fam. That's just not my humor. <laughs> some I'm very, characters just shouldn't be allowed to weasel their way into some stuff. Oh. Hey, yo. Ah. Hey, yo.
0: She I, had that in
3: the in the chamber. She was ready
2: for
0: that one. I, I completely, I agree. <laughs> I 100 percent yeah. agree with Manda. Like, Yay! it's cute. It's cute for a movie to have like a character go blah 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 and whatever. But, like for like for like 15 <laughs> like 15 episodes. God, like, yeah. I, <laughs>
1: oh
0: my, you gonna be bogging around, man? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I hate it already.
2: Like I hate it already. <laughs>
0: like, what was that? Yeah. Show? Show on Nickelodeon. Oh man, the Wild Thornberries. Wasn't there a character, the little, Yo, little, the little crazy? Little one? <laughs> yeah, the little, the little crazy one. Okay, yeah, Now imagine the monkey like, could talk and the little
1: brother could not <laughs> like imagine
0: the a series with the just the, the 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 sporadic one. That's Weasel. I just I can't. Yeah, do I anymore. can't. Like it's cute <laughs> as like a side character and okay yeah. a one off, but. The whole series and Rick Flagg got to be one of the most bland characters. I think, who well, isn't it? No, well, it's like no, it's like it's dad or something like that in the show. Spoiler alert, bro. He did.
1: I know, but like, so God. it's his dad. Oh, Grillo's character. Yeah, he's yeah, like his, his, his father, which is
0: father. father. So who
1: cares? Like, aren't they like <laughs> only five years apart or some shit?
0: I don't know, dude. Who, who could, literally? I, shit, man. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I, so, I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jo- Josie, any thoughts regarding DC's new plans?
3: Not really.
0: Ooh. Ooh. I, don't, yeah. I don't follow
3: the <laughs> smart one. The smart Uh-oh. one of all of us
2: that come we on, don't. Come on, Jojo.
3: Come <laughs> on now. yo, Frank Greenhouse fifty-eight. No, <laughs> hey man, what? I'm
1: tired. What? Yeah, he's I'm old. tired. <laughs> no, no yeah, he don't to be Joel Kinnaman. Is that it? He old enough to be his damn dad.
0: <laughs> Listen, Hey Kinnaman
1: like? 40 or
0: something. Let's only thing
3: The yeah. only thing I'm going, I'm hype for right now is Ahsoka.
1: Hey. Also, you have me. so,
0: so y'all have been watching that? I, yeah, I, have I love it. it. It's so it's good. On. It's really, really it's good. So good. I gotta catch
1: the latest episode, but the last two episodes prior to this one have no, been some of the so best good. Star Wars it's I've seen. So bro, good.
3: Ever. Each time an episode ends, I'm like, God damn it, I have to wait another week for oh, this. And I haven't felt that in so long. After that fifth
1: episode, I was like, bro, this is my yeah. show right Ahsoka
3: here. Ahsoka is this making is me. me feel the same way I felt when I was watching WandaVision.
1: Yes. Oh, really? Same. Wow. And then for me as well. Well, the last two episodes, because I was kind of disappointed leading up, but mm-hmm. it also feels a little mando Kind of like that first season of Mando, The First that. season, okay. yeah, I had that kind of. Because hype.
3: the rest has been a little bit, mur, 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 but um. So, Joseph, <laughs> answer <I ask laughs> a
0: question. Since you're like really into it, yeah. Are you? Have you ever watched? Are you like a Rebels or whatever? No. So yeah, here's yeah, the thing.
3: Okay. I never watched Clone Wars. I never watched Rebels. So that okay. first episode, I was very confused. I got the okay. So that's got, why.
0: Yeah. I spoke to. I, I was talking to Hannah. We were doing live, mm-hmm. and I was telling her that. I just, I, I, I tapped out at, at like halfway to the first episode because I didn't know what the fuck yeah, they were so talking same.
3: about. I got, again, I got the screeners for the show. They sent us only the first two episodes. I didn't watch them. I started watching the first one when they were sent to me and I tapped mm-hmm. out as well, like halfway through. And then um, the show premiered and everyone was going crazy over it. So I'm like, okay, let me give this another shot. And the second episode got me. Like the f- end of the first episode, I was like, okay. I'm in. Because uh-huh. it's basically giving you all those nods to, I'm guessing, the sh- the TV Rebels. shows. Yeah. Mm. But by the end of it, it's setting up its own storyline for the show. And then the second episode just um, hits the ground running.
0: Okay. Because like literally, I was watching the first episode and they're like, Ezra this, and Sabine did this, and Ezra <laughs> yeah. did that, and Sabine Just and Ezra. It. And I, I was promise, like, oh I promise my it's God. worth it. God. Once you get to the
3: <laughs> point where you understand where the show is going with its own identity as its own thing, it's definitely worth it because the score is really good, the performances are good, and the fight choreography is incredible. Five yeah, is
0: that's, so good. That's so when good. I was like, I was just like, yeah. oh, man,
3: I love I the music. Happening. Anytime the title card drops, I'm like, heck yeah, it's time to, I'm gonna have to be drop real. it low.
1: I'm going to have to be real though. <laughs> In the first four episodes, I was kind of bogged down. I was kind of like, all right, when's this going to be about Ahsoka? Well, we I'll give it, I'll try to give it another <laughs> shot.
0: I do have some stuff to get to before I can go back into it. But I'll try to give another shot. Because I was just like, all right, dude, I don't know what's happening. I don't know who Ezra is. Like, I know who these characters, like, I know who they are from skiing online. But, like, I don't know the stories and the stuff like that. And I think sometimes it's really tough. Because how are you going to get a casual? Isn't the point to continue, like, with these television shows and movies and stuff, isn't the point to just garner more fans? I just don't understand how you can do that by I think doing doing it like okay obviously little nods here and there like the MCU movies like before they got all crazy like the last like two three years what they would do is that they would release and you have a little bit of nods to people who would know about comic book lore and I think that's good I think like like because like I would know oh wow that's blank yeah that's cool you know like someone like Leo but I know someone like. Like a like a like a Josie or like a Hannah would have like no idea what this part of something means in like this movie because they'd haven't hey. read a comic.
1: Let's say hey. that last episode both both of the last two episodes, I fucking squealed like a little girl, excuse my language, but I squealed so high pitch. It listen, man, if you are especially if you are into the extended lore, man, this is a treat to see to see what you get to see, I just don't want to spoil. To see what you get to mm-hmm. see in the series, and you've watched the other shows. If you watched the other shows, excellent payoff. I mean, magnificent, bro. Like I, I'm speechless.
0: Well, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll tap back in. Give point.
3: it a chance.
0: I probably won't, but we'll see. Let's,
3: uh.
0: <laughs> let's. Uh, all right, our next topic is regarding Martin Scorsese and this damn roller coaster theory that he's been on. For a couple of years, <laughs> ah man, you Do know not. we're
3: so back when the Martin Scorsese <laughs> oh, MCU comic book man. drama comes
0: really? back.
3: That's how you know and, the strike is over. Uh, people,
0: <laughs> I, what I really hate about when this uh, ha- comes up is that people are like, well, why is he talking about it? I'm like, well, because these goddamn interviewers keep asking him about the about these things, and it's annoying. But Amanda, yeah, go ahead there's some details regarding this Martin Scorsese story from the week that's gotten Twitter I mean X in a blaze
2: they just first of all they just don't understand him
0: period that's it <laughs> they just don't
2: understand him because
0: oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I woke up that morning and I read the entire profile from, G- from GQ and I was sobbing like I was literally crying because that whole comic book commentary was literally one paragraph out of the entire profile (laughs) and like yeah that bothered me but also the journalist Mm -hmm. even like put it in the profile and said i know that i shouldn't have asked him this yep and then proceeded Mm -hmm. like he he was very conscious of it but regardless long story short he brings up that there's so many franchise films there's so many comic book films, and it takes up much of what you can see in a theater, which is mm-hmm. not
0: wrong. It's true. So
2: yeah. It's true. So then Scorsese says, the danger there is what it's doing to our culture, because there are going to be generations now that think movies are only those. That's what movies are. And then the journalist said, I think people already think that. And then Scorsese answers and goes... They already think that, which means that we have to fight back like stronger and harder. Um, And then he brings up like Christopher Nolan. He brings up the Safdie brothers um, Mm -hmm. and he says that they have to reinvent. Don't complain about it. Um, It's true that they have to save cinema. That's the gist of it. And he does say that he does think that it's manufactured content, which isn't Mm -hmm. really cinema. So he's not wrong. Um, and I think that people should really read the entire profile because he just wants to do so much in the little time he has, because he's like witnessed such a drastic change from when he started in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can imagine how hard it is for him to see this transition, um, which he mentions in, uh, in the profile, but he's not wrong. It does feel like they're just pumping it out for the hell of it at this point and he even mentioned that heart like um i think it was warner brothers he wanted uh, a sequel to the departed Mm
1: -hmm. in the
2: profile and he said that like he wanted to leave one character alive so they can start a franchise with it and that's when he just Mm -hmm. said like i can't work like this and There you go. So he sees he start he sees everything changing, and that's not a bad thing. He wants to see. which
0: which is like fair because you know you know how these (laughs) studios execs get regarded. like Barbie's insane success. They were like now they're like oh Mattel movies. Let's do this and that, and you know. So it's like I completely understand in that regard. Mm -hmm. So my only I'm not even I'm not even like I was I was I didn't really have that much thoughts on the quote because. You know, a lot of experienced older act older directors, actors, they think this way, and that's just how it is. Like it no matter what type of content or thing, the the veterans are gonna have an opinion about like what's happening right now. It happens in everything. Like, you know, we're all we're we're all a little older, and for me, I hate TikTok. I think it's stupid. And stuff, but you know, there's, you know, it's what the kiddies are doing. You know, nowadays it's the big, it's the big thing. And when I was like super young, you know, the parents and the whatever they hated like Facebook and this. So I, I get it. My my biggest issue is not even with his comment. My biggest issue is there are p. Pe- okay, so he so people were on Twitter like, oh. He said Nolan, but Nolan did the Dark Knight, and they're right. And there are people who would refute that and say, "Yeah, but you can't." That's not the same thing as like the comic. I'm like, I I hate that argument because just because there's more of like a prestige to like you know Nolan's Batman, Batman doesn't mean that's not a comic book movie. It is. It's like just because it's not in, it's not in your barometer of what a film is. The Dark Knight trilogy, no matter how much you want to put it, it is adapted off of a comic book, which makes it a comic book movie. It doesn't mean because it's Nolan and Matt Reeves and this person and that person and, ta- and you know, uh, and then the Joker movie, like all of those are comic book movies. So I really don't like when people try to discredit um, discredit like other comic book movies, but then say, "Oh, but that doesn't count. That's not really a comic book movie. That's not what he's talking about." Those, at the end of the day, whether it's Logan, whether from Logan to like Aquaman, to from Aquaman to Love and Thunder, from Love and Thunder to Black Panther and Wakanda Forever, to this, to the Batman, to Dark Knight, to all those movies, those are comic book movies. You cannot just say they're not a comic book movie because your fave made it. That is not how it works. They are a comic book movie, so I do agree with this with the fact that if we're gonna say Nolan, then you're gonna have to say other directors who are trying to bring it, bring the comic book, you know, comic book media into more prestige, like a Matt Reeves did with his movie last year. I think you have to mention those directors as well, and not just Christopher Nolan because he's not a, he's not the only one who brought comic book uh, movies. To that kind of level, as far as like where you can say the quote of "this is cinema," you know, whatever that is supposed to mean, as far as like for movies. So that was my only big deal, uh, big issue with the whole thing, as far as far as this week. But I don't disagree at all because you know it is very franchise forward. I'm seeing reports that you know this weekend we have a big sci-fi movie coming out in the creator, and it looks like it's going to bomb. It's going to probably do like 19 to 20 million. Which is not good for a movie for that scale. And stuff like that is probably, it's like, it's mostly what he's talking about regarding like reinventing and saving cinema. When I see that movies like that are like, gonna, you know, gonna come, just gonna open to the, you know, to the, not the barometer of what a movie like that's supposed to open to, it does make me kind of sad. So I do understand what he's saying as far as that regard. So let's go to you, Leo, as far as just thoughts on what he uh, said in that article.
1: Um I'm Amanda. You read the whole thing because clearly the interviewer was weird about asking it. I definitely could tell Martin didn't want to answer it. I mean, he's probably sick of talking about it. So we're running around with this quote and saying, "Oh, he's still talking about it." Yeah, cuz they're forcing him to talk about it. He didn't come into the interview and talk about it. They're forcing him to talk about it. So my whole thing is I think he's both wrong and right. Because mm-hmm. as you were discussing, Nolan <laughs> is a a comic book cinema maker. I mean, this man made three Batman films, so we can't argue that those aren't CBMs. And like mm-hmm. he, as you were saying, it's it they're CBMs, man. There's no argument to be had. There's no well, the Dark Knight is this, that, and the other caliber. It's fine. It's it's a comic book movie though. <laughs> I, I going back to what he's saying though about just the next generations growing up on this. I mean, I think that's been a, a, a truth for a while, a little while. I mean, I think at least since we were younger, I mean, think about Spider-Man 2 and all this stuff. I mean, we were kind of in the beginning stages of that. It was only, it, it was only evitable for this to happen. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was avoidable at any point for this kind of viewership experience to happen. Streaming, all these options and not to mention, there are still really great original films made. Nobody's watching them. They're not packing out theater houses. Listen, I want Bottoms to pack out a theater house. I do, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Martin is right. Scorsese is right. People are only, Mm -hmm. they're only going to comic book movies. They're only going to blockbuster stuff. They're waiting at home for Bottoms. They're waiting at home for past lives. And I, Mm -hmm. it hurts me to say these things because I love these movies and I think they deserve the time of day. And the mid budget movie is basically dead. But I just think that Martin Scorsese for all that running around people were doing on Twitter, he's spitting.
2: (laughs) Can can I just add on? Can Mm -hmm. I add on to that Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. like two seconds? I think also it comes down to the price of the movie ticket. Yeah, so I
0: agree. I because
2: I, I literally spent like $30 to go watch Killers of the Flower Moon and IMAX. Like it's $30 now oh, here. Yeah, geez. it's for one ticket. So I think it What's also comes point? down to like, and I'm serious, it sucks. Like it actually sucks. Like it's $30 here for just one like ticket. Yeah. I spent 30, yeah. And it's just like, okay, so if I'm going to spend that amount of money, let's just say I'm a family of four, do I go to like- Do I go to an 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 anime? Exactly. So am I going to bank on like the Marvel movie that I know I'm going to have fun with or am I going to take a risk on, you know, something else? I'm not going to take the risk for that price. So then it all kind of affects- um, It snowballs and it affects everything, which sucks. And like that's- Like it ties into that, which is just- I don't know, like the inflation for it has been
0: ridiculous. Yeah. Or or people were surprised that because of National Cinema Day, like we had record breaking, you know, attendance. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, it's like five bucks. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like it's yeah, of course. If if I it would be more an incentive to me to run out to those movies if I didn't have like my A list, you know, for AMC. Um, because I, you know, I currently had that, which is three free movies, you know, a week for like 20 something dollars a month, which I think is a great deal. And if you, if you are a movie fan and even if you see like one movie a week, I think that's a great deal, but it it's like, yeah, if you tell a bunch of people, maybe there are, there, there is a lot of people who want to go see these movies and go to see movies in an abundance, but not want to spend like, like $30 for a film is nuts. And physical media is more expensive too. Like everything is nuts. Like, Oh my God. It's like these, those, they, they dropped those, uh, they dropped some of those Disney plus shows on, on, uh, physical media and like 50 bucks and $45. And it's like, it's nuts. And, um, yeah, even those Taylor Swift tickets were like $3 and 25 and, it, it's yeah, prices I are agree. going
1: nowhere but up. Nowhere it's but really up. And valid. now that we got streaming, people are waiting. Why the heck? Why don't dude, why am I gonna pay a hundred fifty dollars to watch Ruby Gilman with my family when I can exactly. wait a couple months and it'll be on Netflix? Yeah, Max exactly.
0: or something like that. So yeah, I agree. Uh yeah. So Josie, any thoughts regarding Score Sizzle? His- <laughs>
3: Score Sizzle. Um, I guess it's like um Fast food. It's the most easy. It's the most easily accessible thing that you have for you. So the best thing we can start doing is just adding more film programs in schools, mm-hmm. making it a little bit more accessible. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yes. One hundred thousand percent. Yes.
3: Yeah. Because how can you expect people to grow up and want to pursue or look for anything beyond your regular MCU movie if they mm-hmm. don't know what they're
1: looking for? That's a great point. It's very true. That's a great point, ain't it? And
3: well, it. Well, I heard uh, modern <laughs>
1: film classes are starting to really teach courses on stuff like that on blockbuster movies.
3: Yeah, I'll teach people about German Expressionism, um, French New Wave, Latin American. They don't want to hear that, Jojo.
1: Yeah, they don't. Speaking speaking well,
0: of uh, blockbusters. <laughs> speaking of blockbusters, let's go into this mailbag real quick before we get off the air. Ooh la
1: la! Woohoo! Big around in the bag.
0: <laughs> if you want to send us a message, <laughs> Cinemania twenty eighteen at outlook.com. Just shoot us an email, and we'll get to them. Person here says, "Did you guys hear about the new Golden Globe categories? Ain't the Golden Globes like canceled or something like that? Was that is that the Emmys? Is it the
1: Golden? It's yeah, the Golden Globes host. were
3: canceled. They didn't have anywhere to air the show, and now they're back with a vengeance, and they're trying they're to like make a, a new they categories." Were
0: like, announcing awards on like twitter the other year yeah,
3: but i love how twitter gets <laughs> so worked up about these categories and each time i see them i'm like haha that's silly
0: yeah so the categories are right here in front of me best blockbuster and best performance in stand-up comedy um wow. i guess <laughs> i don't know dude what are you gonna give best blockbuster to like barbie
3: yeah they have yeah. to make more than 150 million dollars right.
1: So the Flash is
0: eligible. So Shazam is not eligible. Hold on, Shazam is not
3: because oh, <laughs> it has to be a hundred
1: million domestic. One hundred fifty million.
0: That is hilarious. One hundred
1: fifty million. My apologies.
0: Scream Six is eligible. Hold on.
1: Yes, it is actually. Hold on. Wait, a Wait a minute now. Maybe they got a point. Wait a minute
0: now. Maybe they got a point. point. <laughs> uh, Stand up comedy. I mean, I guess. I no. Why? Dude, we're stunt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, yeah. we're our stunts, man. Like, I, don't,
2: like, I don't understand that at all. We've been like hounding
1: them for stunt category.
0: <laughs> no, stand-up comedy. Okay. Thanks. Okay, yeah, blockbusters Thanks
1: and awesome. stand-up comedy. Yeah. all right. Who's going to be there? Chris Tucker posted up, continuing <laughs> to <laughs> plop yeah. it off of the Will yeah. Smith slap? Yeah, Goodness. I have no idea.
0: Uh, person here says, thoughts on A24 possibly getting the TV rights for Halloween? Well, it's not just a twenty-four. It's a bunch of people. But I get to saying, "Yeah, uh, yeah man, I'm a slasher I think it's fan." Very
3: interesting that they're pursuing it.
0: I'm a slasher fan first. Yeah. Anything that gets me to move the hell on from that Halloween end monstrosity. <laughs> oh my god, for real. <laughs> oh, okay, but think about
3: it this uh, way: I, I believe Pearl <laughs> was like their audition. Like, look. Yes.
1: Look no, at because. We <laughs>
0: I, I really I have to rewatch Pearl. It's been a love Pearl. But it
1: was wonderful.
0: It's like if you want to do that with like Michael Myers and give it like a film grain look and because a lot of I saw a lot of comments people were like the first Halloween feels like an A24 movie and I think it's really funny. It kind of does. <laughs>
1: yeah, it does. <laughs> so it does. a little bit actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: kinda, I don't know about the t- I don't know about the TV show aspect of it, but I think I'm kind of I don't know I'm kind of into this I, I'm kind of into this so I mean we'll see what happens I guess I
1: feel like a24 no <laughs> my bad Josie go
0: ahead
3: nothing just said that it would be interesting to see them pursue franchise this way
0: yeah yeah it's, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting but I'm just surprised a24 but a24 I mean listen they had a good year I love talk to me. So talk I mean, to we'll me see. was amazing, bro. Was I think so they can good.
1: make this so atmospheric, and that's what the Halloween franchise needs back so desperately. It needs atmosphere because that first the 2018, it had that. There was a little bit Hell of a yeah. of a chilling atmosphere going on with, with the movie opening with Michael and the damn Saint Asylum. And then the kills really ends with, mm-hmm. just Evil drop the ball, does, give it to yeah. a creative studio who actually cares about the IP.
0: I agree. I, um, I want
2: him to stay dead. I just want that very clear. Oh, and
0: I get it. I get
1: with it. Michael. With yeah, I'm just, Easy. I'm done.
2: I'm, done. I'm <laughs> sorry. They kept saying that they want to do the anthology series um, uh, and kind of base it off of, I think, the third uh, Halloween. That's what oh, people no. keep saying. And I'm just like, what? Well, but why? Oh, I don't it want that. Yeah, that's what they're saying know. that could eventually happen because they had that, again, like in the li- like a library of ideas of what they wanted to do with the oh, TV no. series. Uh, and I'm like,
0: oh, I'm good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just, i all set. I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's do a couple more here because we do have a lot, and I want you guys to feel heard. The person <laughs> here says... Uh, Dwayne and Crew, thoughts on Nia DaCosta's comments on Feige and making Marvel movies? I mean, I gotta, hold, I gotta hold, gotta hold on, you. hold on. I've said this for years, and I was hollered at. I was like, <laughs> dude, these directors don't make these movies, bruh. And everybody's like, oh, Dwayne, you talking about it? Yeah, James Gunn. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's a few. But do you think they – I listen, they are so manipulative. You think you think they get Ryan Fleck and Anna whoever to like because they believe in them? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, it's so, it's so they can they can hey kiddo you're new to this. Let's <laughs> let's bring you under our wing. We got the action scenes finished. Just direct a few things, and that's oh it. Like you, you think you think Peyton Reed was out here like with yes. creative control for yes. Ant Man? No. Who else? Who else? Who else is a geek? Uh, well, who's the geek no. with the Spider Man movies? Who's like, who's that guy? Uh, John Watts. Yeah, dude. No, they're not getting John Watts because oh my god, that cop car movie was so good. No, they got him because he's indie. Let's bring him under our wing. Let's 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 groom a new one. That's 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 literally their thoughts. I mean, come on now, guys. I mean, it, the the writing's on the wall. There was that cadet director. I bring this up all the time. The there was a director who was who was going to do Black Widow. They said, "Hey, listen, don't worry about the action scenes. We got it." And she was like, "No," <laughs> like, and she was, and they're like, "Okay, we're moving on," and they moved on to somebody else. So. I mean, of course, what they always do They y- Yes, yes, They of course they had their directors who they ain't gonna say shit to like a Sam Raimi, they're not gonna say much to like a Ryan Coogler, although fucking Val last year, you think that was Ryan yeah, Coogler? that was
1: definitely You think film. that was no, Ryan Coogler order. said
0: Ryan Coogler was on his computer writing out the script saying, man, I gotta have that Val in this movie No, that was Spigy <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so man, I no, get back up in this moment, I get, man. I gotta, I gotta in this thing, dude. No, that was not him. I, I so, so, or you think Sam Raimi was like, ah, oh, man, the Illuminati, let's see it. No, that's all Feige and the crew. So, that her comments were not surprising. If you were going into this for a Nia DaCosta film, I am sorry to tell you. That was never... Think of all your favorite directors that you wanted to see direct a comic book movie. I heard they asked Lulu Wang, Lulu Wang, who did the Farewell. Of course they did. Of course they did. A, a, an indie movie that like blew up. They're Hell like, yes. oh yeah, let's get her and yeah, let's that have her do goofy. a movie. She was like, no. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all. At all. Uh, who said they had to take? Someone said they had to take. It was Leo? Yeah. Okay. Go
1: um, ahead. She had already prefaced this comment by saying a couple weeks before that it was goofy. That right there should tell you that it's a Kevin Feige movie, man. Like dude. I mean, I, as soon as she <laughs> opened up Damn. with the, oh yeah, that's pretty goofy and silly. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's directed by Feige, y'all. Uh, yeah,
0: it's yeah, dude. It's uh, I don't know how to tell you. Okay, those if 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 Scorsese is right about anything, the Marvel movies they all they they've had a, a for a long time. They've had a a thing to them where they're just, they are studio made films for the most part. You get your little gems of like creativity and stuff from directors who have a bigger voice. But for the most part, those are studio they're done before director gets on board. Like the script is done. The the VFX is done. The action scenes are done. Literally like, Like yeah, yeah, because uh, who was the director for uh, Shang Chi? I'm really bad with names all the time. That's the Daniel Craig. But but, like, listen, I'm sure he put his style all over the the bus scene and stuff like that. But when that movie is happening, and I'm seeing like his stylistic choices in some of these shots and scenes. Once the dragon comes out of the fucking yeah, ground, that was That's not him. <laughs> that that's that's yeah. not him. Like Chloe Zhao. Once that fucking gigantic monster comes yeah. out of the ground, that's not her, dude. That's that's the that's the studio putting that shit up in there. I know it sounds kooky, and it sounds like the world Some is ending in thirty on days.
3: Its name.
0: I just, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't know, man. So uh, even even Black Panther, like, just I don't think for a second Ryan Coogler said, "Man, I want some rhinos in but this thing, dude." I don't I don't think he said that for one second. So yeah, I don't know. He's just (laughs) typing
1: at his computer, like, "Man, I gotta have Val in this movie." I
0: just don't believe it. (laughs) Don't believe it
1: at all. So yeah, Um, man. I'm gonna need Kevin Feige to get on the phone with S.S. Rajamali who directed Ooh. RRR and Baha yeah. We yes. need an a-, a-, a great action yeah. cinematic director up in this piece. That'd be so Kevin, get on the phone. Yeah, no, he's going to on... do creature commandos. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, goodness. Any, any,
0: anyone else with any thoughts on Nia DaCosta's comments? I'm just I, not surprised.
2: I think it's very bold of her to make those comments. And I laughed the entire time I was reading it because I'm
1: like, good for yeah. you, girl. Like, like, just say it. Let's just, just get it the
0: bag, get the bag,
1: get the bag, and move bag. on. Get and the bag, and move people, on. people were making comments about her saying, like, oh, she was calling like Destin Daniel Cretton, and she was like, man, this is stressful, and blah blah blah. I'm <laughs> like, that's is... <laughs> film sets, bro. I don't know what some of y'all are trying to be like, oh my god, look at Marvel being. I'm like, eh, I mean, that kind of comes with the job, bro. Like, when I was yeah. in an article, was, was it, it her just who's like during,
0: huh? Was it her who said, like, what does any of this mean? I how? Yes, it was her. I That's howled. what I laughed at. And
1: how I was
2: nervous. like, oh, God. Like, we're going to be lost watching it. And I don't want to be oh, lost man.
1: watching it. But well, I'm so nervous for that movie. Yeah, okay. I don't now know, I am <laughs> The Marvels, now man. I, am. Man. I, uh,
0: I don't know, man. The Marvels. I don't know, dude. It's just, <laughs> it's not. It's I don't know, not... fam. <laughs> uh, poor Leo, I do see you on Twitter just trying to be optimistic. Yeah. And I every see it, time, bro. and I'm like, brother, it's not gonna. I don't well, know. Well,
1: every time I get somebody crumbling through, or, oh my God, the box office is not this, man, come on, bro, for real. Well, Let's just go watch the Marvels, man.
0: Well, uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not wishing anything bad on no. the Marvels, but I, when I heard that she was directing initially, I was super excited. Like, oh, I knew *Candyman* was so good, but then, like, when you think about it, it's like, all right, man, it's it's just it, it's gonna be really hard to. It's really hard to get those movies in the universe that feel director driven, because then and then when you get one that, that that is, it's like shocking, and it's like, oh my god, James Gunn's *Guardians* three, and mm. then you go from like that to like *Quantumania*. <laughs> And it's fucking volume. At the end and of the day,
3: it's a Kevin
1: Feige production.
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. Jake They up. all are.
1: They are. It's I mean,
0: just, yeah, it's a lot. I
1: would say, besides, it, it really started becoming a Kevin Feige production in phase three, bro. Like, it, since yeah, phase three, yeah. it's very much been a very interconnected universe. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to get. Either yeah. take it or leave
0: it. they just. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. You're not going to get me with the fucking, oh, my God, we have Electra and uh, we have fucking Sabretooth. And, I mean, and I'd rather me. be
1: sitting there watching that than that nine 2 <sighs> again, but hey, that's just... Don't,
0: no, not don't you dare. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it, man. All right, everyone, that, that's it for this episode of the semi World Show. I really appreciate you guys all for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around. Good day, everyone's- social medias and yeah let's start with you Amanda. let everyone know they can follow you
2: yeah you guys can always follow me over at amx nd reviews on twitter instagram letterboxd and threads let's not forget threads i'm over there and you can check out my website candidxcinema.com
0: all right and josie
3: you can follow me at the josie marie on twitter and letterboxd
1: all right and leo And guys, if you're over on YouTube, go ahead and search up Geekly Goods. You'll see a logo on me and two Gs. Come on over, guys. Let's talk some geek. Got working on a a Marvel video for the Marvels and then Mm -hmm. a couple other videos in the pipeline as well. So stay tuned, guys. And if you're on any other social media platform, I'm at Geekly Goods.
0: All right, everyone. Uh, You can follow me on X at xmdac ninety four. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. As far as for the docket this weekend, we will have reviews for The Creator. and What else is coming out? Saw? Saw 13? Saw 17? Whatever. Uh, So, (laughs) Amanda, someone said that they missed our reviews, so I guess we're going to have to get one up this weekend. So, Yeah. We'll see what happens. (laughs) But uh, that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo, Josie, and Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.